Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's hour two. It's Tuesday. We're live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. So lucky to do this for a living, although last night watching the Jets, I didn't feel that way. I could have been an accountant and go to bed after the first quarter and would have been much happier. Instead, I had to sit through that dog. (laughs) Nobody has any sympathy for me. I have a very lucky life, but good hell, that was awful. Uh, Nick Wright in five minutes. How are you, my friend, J-Mac? Now, you're Jet fans. You just told me. I don't I don't go online during the show. You just told me Jet fans are eating you alive because you suggested. Well, listen, uh, I got a text from a buddy. Jason, what are you talking about? Um, listen, you, you own a company, right? You, you've got yes. scenarios. You yes. consider everything. Everything's got to be on the table, sure. right? Everything. Yeah. Uh, organizations that are smart will consider everything. Um I think if you're the Jets, you have to look like, do we want to do this quickly? Like, do if I'm solid, do I want to save my job? Do we consider trading a guy like Sauce Gardner? I'm not advocating, but I'm saying, what could you get for him? What if you could get multiple picks for a, for a guy on a rookie deal who hasn't been paid yet? You can get a lot of picks, and you can quickly turn them into linemen. Yeah. And, my, and my argument is, if you have a player who is first or second or third best yeah. in the league at his position, generally don't yeah. trade I him. would agree with that, but at yeah. the same time, like, how else can you get quickly if you're the Jets? How else can you go well, from, like, eh, okay. to playoffs? Let me, be, let me be positive, Colin. You draft a left tackle with a seventh pick. You okay. get the second best tackle. Seventh? You, wherever they're at. Okay. You solve that. Okay, so now I got Elijah Vera Tucker and a left tackle. Solve that. And now I've got a GM who's hit on third, fourth, fifth, sixth round guys. I don't need anything defensively. That's great to know. And now I go get some receivers and tight ends. And I, and then it's going to be a very offensive-leaning draft. Any salary – like, I was not a Dalvin Cook fan. I thought that was a dumb move. So, again, that was classic Jets overreaction. I'm like, what did I tell you at the time? 
They have needs. Running backs, not one of them with Brees Hall coming back and the Carter kid. So that was a classic overreaction. Don't overreact. Get a left tackle. Go get some receiver tight end help. If you have any extra money, go get another tight end for Aaron. Aaron loves to throw to a tight end. Right tackle would be nice. I got destroyed. I can get that on the market, but I got to get left tackle right. Bring it down. Going to be okay. Guys in New York, all your teams, the Yankees, the Mets, the Jets, the Giants are terrible. Longest playoff drought in the NFL. Well, I know, but that overreacting is part of it. So it's like I wouldn't fire anybody. I would just get the left tackle figured out. Now, now there's there's left tackles at the at the top six, eight, fifty. If can you trade down and say, listen, we'll take. We don't think there's a big gap from the second best left tackle to the third. And then there's a big argument. There's one great left tackle and then about three guys that are very good. I would trade down if I could and get another third, get a second. You got to get a receiver to go with Garrett Wilson, but it's not lost. How many teams can go into a draft knowing we don't have to draft anybody on defense? We don't have to draft anybody. They're stacked. So you don't have, that's great. I mean, I go into it and I'm like, I don't need a quarterback because I got Aaron and Zach can be a capable. Zach's going to have so many starts as a backup quarterback. He'll be more than capable as a backup. You, gotta, you, gotta, you, can, be, you can talk yourself into death and, and, and crisis. You don't have to draft anybody on defense. I got a good backup quarterback. I get a star back. I got to get left tackle and tight end wide receiver filled. By the way, college football furnishes pro football with 25 good receivers a year. If you have to, if you need anything in the NFL and people say, boy, we need receivers. That's the one position college football gives you two dozen of. It's very fun. By the way, you don't love, I mean, there's, I mean, Belichick can't figure out what he's doing. The Buffalo thing just feels like it's regressing. Maybe Miami gets it right, but at some point they're going to have to pay Tua, so they're going to have to let go of Jalen Waddle. To me, it's rainbows and sunshine, baby. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's Herd Hierarchy on a Tuesday. Fire away. Herd Hierarchy. Time is now. Let's go. The top 10 NFL teams according to college. I'm going to put the Chargers. I'm going to put the Chargers at 10. They're tied for the best turnover differential in the league plus 9. They never turn it over. 6 giveaways all year. Herbert doesn't throw picks or fumble. Their red zone offense. Last night they were 2 for 2. Austin Eckler, they're not a good run team, but Eckler can make and find crevices in tight spots. Listen, they don't turn it over. Three guys that can rush the passer. They've got an elite quarterback. I don't always love the coach, but I'm sorry. Last night, special teams getting sacks, red zone excellence. I'm putting them at 10. Number nine. I don't know what to do with Seattle. I don't. They're one of three teams with a winning record and a negative point differential. I trust Pete. I like their run game. They get after the passer. Um, but they've turned into eight turnovers in four games. Geno Smith has a ceiling. Um, I just, it's one of these things I respect the front office. I respect Pete. They run the football, they get after the passer. But, you know, that Geno thing, you watch Baltimore, that gets ugly fast. Number eight Dallas. They outgain the Eagles in the fourth quarter, 163 yards to 14. They match up with Philadelphia. They're just not as good at quarterback, they're just not as clever at coach. 29th ranked red zone offense this year. They miss Kellen Moore, period. But Dak's playing well. Three straight games of a passer rating over 100. They're a bit like Philadelphia. Again, I like Jalen Hurts more than Dak, but they have a dominant receiver. Good old line. Have a pass rush. Not great at corner. Good running backs, not great. 
Dallas at eight. Number seven. But I take Detroit over them because they have the number two ranked offense. They're better in the red zone. Uh, Jared Goff has one or fewer turnovers in every game this season. He doesn't melt down much, although Baltimore was ugly. I really like Detroit. I think Detroit and Dallas could play in the playoffs, and I think I would take Detroit because their O-line would hold off Lawrence and Micah Parsons. Like their culture, love their front office. I got the Lions at seven. Number six. Jags, 11-2 and two over the last 13 games. They lead the NFL in takeaways. They do what good teams do. Offensive coach, quarterback, who can be a playmaker. They can run the ball, got star playmakers, semi-stars, and they take the ball away. I like them. They've held opponents under 20 in four of the last five games. They may be able to, in that division, rest starters down the stretch and get healthy. Jags, I've liked them in the offseason. I said I thought they could be the number one seed. They're at six. Number five. San Francisco. Listen, it's interesting. Their schedule now gets very, very interesting, and they don't have Trent Williams. Now, if Trent plays, they're fine, but they're three and six without their left tackle, and Brock Purdy's not a guy that can overcome that. Their defense is starting to show holes. Steve Wilkes is not D'Amico Ryans. That's why they went and got Chase Young. Um, If they lose to Jacksonville, look at their schedule going forward. It's a little scary, but I do think Chase Young adds depth to an area that's already great, and they'll figure out a way down the stretch to get into the playoffs. Number four. Philadelphia. Listen, Jalen Hurts is terrific. Stop doubting him. But this schedule is ugly. At the Chiefs, Bills, Niners, at the Cowboys. They're going to have some bumps here. They're going to lose some games over the next month. But I love their creativity. I love their O-line, D-line play. A.J. Brown is mostly unguardable. And there is an art to winning ugly. There is an art. Kansas City's done this. When you don't play great and win, that is talent. That's what championship teams do. I got them at four. Number three. Cincinnati at three. Listen, Joe Burrow is 5-1 and one all time against Mahomes and Allen. If you asked Andy Reid privately, this is the team he doesn't want to play. He got no interest. Pass rush, weapons, and Burrow is filthy. They lead the NFL in turnover differential. They never give the ball away once it gets to October. They just don't give it away. They are situationally as good as Kansas City. Great on third down and fourth down. Joe Burrow's on fire. Their defense is playing great. Cincinnati three. Number two. Kansas City's first half was, to me, the best half of football by any team in the league this year. Absolutely woke up in a pissy mood and stomped Miami. It was great. But they couldn't put them away. Why? Because they're not going to be able to. It's just an average receiving court. Now, it will grow. It will evolve. It will get better. But they're not the Kansas City that can come from behind 21-0 third quarter. They're not the Kansas City that's an avalanche. They get on top and they keep roll, keep rolling. Now, I will say Mahomes is ridiculous. He has completed passes to, <laughs> to 15 different players. So, it, I mean, he's making it work only like he can. But I have Kansas City at two. Number one. I've had Baltimore at one for a month. I think they're special. I think they just – they are are rolling downhill now you got obj flowers i like everything about him pass rust coaching depth lamar four and one against winning teams there's nothing i don't like about baltimore but i do think kansas city if given the choice would face baltimore over cincinnati and with that i bring on nick wright co-host first things first look at that kansas city at two Despite a well, dis- shocker, a bus- 10 straight weeks, they just can't get to number one. I mean, just 10 straight weeks, you just snub them. Go ahead. Sorry, I'll let you finish your show. My but, apologies. Go ahead. 
But let's be honest. If you privately asked Andy Reid who you don't want to face in this entire league, he'd take Philadelphia on. He'd take the Jags on. He'd take the Ravens. You would have to admit, Cincinnati's getting to scary Cincinnati again. They're really good. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm with that. But let's play that game the other way. If let's just say it's the AFC championship game, Colin, and the NFC championship game's already happened, and the Eagles or the Niners or the Cowboys or the Lions or whomever is sitting knowing they are in the Super Bowl, and that, NFC cha- that AFC championship game is Chiefs-Ravens, who's that NFC team rooting for? Just curious. Who privately, who do they like, ah, we do want to face and we don't want to face. And we all know the answer is the team no one wants to face is Kansas City. And I want to ask you one other question. Just a thought exercise, Colin, because you are, you know, one of the two most logical people in sports media. I can't think (laughs) of who the other one is, but uh, it'll come to mind at some point. Here's my question. Yeah. Take all of NFL history. Yeah. And take your favorite of the all-time great quarterbacks. Yeah. Of which we agree Mahomes is one of them, right? Yeah. Put them in the prime of their career. Give them a universally accepted, excellent coach. And say, and you know what, this year, you get a top three defense. Prime Peyton Manning, you get a top three defense. Prime Tom Brady, you get a top three defense. Prime Aaron Rodgers, prime Dan Marino. Would that team in every year of NFL history be the favorite? You have a generational quarterback, a great coach, and top three evens. Would that team always be the favorite? But teams grow, and Kansas City should be the favorite in January. But that receiving core in the second half – or Kansas City with a 21-0 lead, you're probably going to your app and saying 48-7, but you don't now. I think in six to eight weeks, the receiving core will be better than today, but they've downgraded at left tackle. This receiving core doesn't have a one or a two. They're not the best team today. Oh, Colin, hold on. This Here's the problem. Everyone wants Kansas City to look the way they want them to look. Let me ask you a question, Colin. Okay, okay. Are you the best broadcaster yes. <laughs> right now? Well, Come on. well, no, I don't I'm mean not, in the world. I do Are fine. you the best broadcaster you've been? Yes. You've been. Uh, Are you the best broadcaster yes. that you've been in your career? Uh, probably close to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. On most probably days. Probably close to it. Are yeah, you yeah. the same? Do you do you have do you, no. if you look listen back to your tape from 20 years ago? No. Are there takes that were hotter that you maybe <laughs> would be like, ah, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. It's not quite as exciting, but you're better. This Chiefs team is just different. They the, the idea that and this is what I don't know why people are afraid to admit this. Can this Chiefs team still win a shootout? I believe they can. Does it happen as often? No, but they can. But for the first time in Mahomes' career, they can win a game like Sunday. Yeah. They can win a defensive game because they shut down an opposing great offense. So I'm going to be the last one that just go, goes ahead and says, the team that won the Super Bowl, that has the best record, has the best coach, the best quarterback, and all of a sudden a great defense, that, by the way, has the exact Exact same receiving core it had last year, except they lost Juju and added Rasheed Rice, who I think at this point is better than Juju. I think that team is the overwhelming favorite. We'll see how long it takes everyone to agree with me. You'll be the first, Colin. As the second most logical person in sports media, you'll be the first to admit everyone else will get there eventually. All right, let's go to this. So I try to be Colin 
glass full with Jason 10 minutes ago. I said the Jets go into a draft and do not have to draft anybody on one side of the ball defense. They don't. They even have good corners, two of them. Um, Special teams, whatever. I said they need a left tackle and more receivers and tight ends. And those positions, especially receiver, tight end, college football furnishes you with lots of those players. But But their GM missed on a left tackle and a quarterback. And do you think the Jets will regret not bringing in a Kirk Cousins, a Carson Wentz, when Aaron Rodgers got hurt? Well, well, yeah, or, I mean, how we've had two quarterbacks pop their Achilles this year, unfortunately. One of them, days later, brought in Josh Dobbs. The other put their fingers in their ears and pretended everything would be okay. And I don't know, Colin, if it's pride or ego, but for some reason the Jets refusing to admit that they butchered, and you know what? I want to be fair here. I don't even think they butchered the Zach Wilson pick. If you look back at that draft, we now know there was one great quarterback and he went the pick before him. They had to draft a quarterback there. Who were the options? Zach, doesn't work. Trey Lance can't get on the field. Justin Fields, probably the highest upside, but probably not the guy. And Mac Jones, who's going to get benched after this season. So you could simply say, we had to take a quarterback. Turns out there weren't any. We've got to admit that. Instead, they refused to admit it in the offseason. They had too much pride that, you know, or ego that no chance Aaron gets hurt so we can have Zach and Tim Boyle as the backups. And then when he did get hurt, they pretended everything would be fine. And, Colin, if there was ever a moment of clarity for them, it should have been after last week. Last week when they got the single worst win in maybe NFL history in that game against the Giants, when they they could have had a second where they said, you know what, we're 4-3, and don't know how, but we are. Aaron keeps making noise like he's going to come back. Yeah. Can we go, so, you know, pay a slight premium for Jacoby Brissett, for Davis Mills, who's not going to get on the field in Houston, because just as a bridge? Because one thing Robert Sala said correctly last night, Colin, is that that was not even close to Zach Wilson's worst game of his career. And that's the problem. That was actually a slightly above average Zach Wilson game, and they couldn't move the football, they couldn't score. So I don't know why they, they went about it this way, but now this is they're just simply repeating the exact season they had last year. A great defense and an offense that's so bad you can't win. So um, I, I hear a lot about, um, you know, the Cowboys should be encouraged about their loss to Philadelphia. And it was one of those rare games where I kind of said, this is what's going to happen, and it did. I said it'll be close. Dallas will go toe-to-toe, but situationally, they'll do what they do. They're bad situationally. Philly's good. And that really was the game. How should they, in your opinion, feel this morning, the Dallas Cowboys? I actually, on this one, I actually disagree with you. Because I was Philly great situationally? Maybe. I mean, Philly was the team that butchered, you know, either a handoff or ran into each other in almost a run-out-the-clock situation late in the game that could have set the Cowboys up to steal it. Philly is a team right now that I give them massive credit for being 8-1 and one and Jalen playing through injury and their aggressiveness on fourth downs. I think they are a very impressive team. I also think we now have seen all year and parts of last year, if you can block them, 
you can move the ball on them through the air. Yes. That they, if, if you can block them, that secondary can be had. And if I'm Dallas, I look at it in this regard. I think Dallas, ha- if they're honest, they are probably looking at the potential postseason and saying, boy, oh boy, I hope someone else beats San Francisco because we do not seem able to do it. Like San Francisco, for some reason, we can't beat them. We match up poorly with them. I think Dallas looks at Philly and says, we absolutely can beat them. That we, the, yes, if Philly won that game, I would expect Dallas to win the game in their building in a month and a half or when, you know, the beginning of December when that game is. I think Philly deserves to be the favorites, but I also think Dallas, because they have a, not an elite offensive line, but a strong enough offensive line to give Dak time, I think Dallas vertically can move the ball on them and potentially win a shootout next time 31-28 instead of losing 28-23. So while I don't think Dallas can necessarily beat San Francisco, I do think they match up relatively well with the Eagles. So I was saying yesterday on Sean McDermott, uh, it may be time to pivot. I said, if you have two, let's say you have two kids, son and a daughter. Okay. One is detailed and organized. One is a visionary. So the son is like an accountant, detailed and organized, but doesn't have a lot of vision. The daughter, like daughter, I'm already in. Let's daughter's go. a little scatterbrained, yeah. but unbelievable creativity and vision. Often I've got kids, they're not the same. So the coach that can organize and clean up messes, I grew up with Chuck Knox, Rams, uh, Marty Schottenheimer, over and over, go into a mess, organize it, clean it up. Not a lot of vision to the next level. I think that's McDermott. There's a rigidity around him and a lack of vision. He did a remarkable job, like a Chuck Knox or a Schottenheimer, to clean a mess up. They have clearly... Nobody fears them now. Cincinnati, Jags, nobody Correct. fears them. Your thoughts on Buffalo, I think, I think sometimes I, you have to look in the mirror and go, our organizing guy is not our vision guy. We, mean, we may need to pivot well, here. If I may I'll give you an example of coach-wise from the NBA, contemporary one, with Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau is a almost perfect coach to hire if it's a mess and you need a serious playoff caliber organization, but has shown consistently that once you get that, you need someone else to take you to the next step. It's probably not him. So I think you might be right on Sean McDermott. I also think the majority of the blame probably should go to the front office and the coaching staff because you tweeted this, Colin, a couple weeks ago, and I think it's spot on. It was something to the effect of that maybe everyone has just overrated the Bills' talent. You know what, Colin? They are a team with a very high floor or high ceiling, low floor quarterback with one great offensive player, Stephon Diggs. The quarterback, they got a very good quarterback and a great receiver. What else on this team offensively do we love? I know defensively they've suffered a ton of injuries, but that's not why four of the last six weeks they've had ten, four of the last five weeks, pardon me, they've had ten points or fewer at the midway mark of the fourth quarter. Their offensive struggles are what's more notable than the defense not being great because of the injuries. They have missed on a ton of draft picks. 
picks. They have a fine offensive line, but not a great one. They don't trust their run game. They don't have a second receiver. And Josh is so hit or miss. He's great when he's great, but you don't know when that's coming. I just don't think it's a great roster. So you take the fact that maybe the coach kind of reached his Peter principle. Josh Allen is still always constantly trying to recreate that playoff game against the Chiefs, even when games don't call for it. And aside from Diggs, who scares you, you know, all of a sudden, a lot of teams can pass you in the AFC. The Chiefs were always ahead of them. The Bengals clearly passed them last year, if not the year before. The Jags are right there. The Ravens are right there. You're, and obviously, Miami is right there in a different kind of their different style of team. You can wake up and all of a sudden find out, we thought we were competing with the Chiefs for the top of the conference. Turns out, we're competing with the Steelers for the final playoff spot. Yeah. And I think that's the situation Buffalo has found themselves in. Once again, Dapper, uh, very well appointed. Uh, Nick Wright, first things first. A show is on fire. I appreciate that. On fire, my man. Can can I, before, I know know we're out of time, just real quick. Is Herbert going to make the playoffs? I just need to know. Are the Chargers going to make the playoffs? If they they beat Detroit this weekend, which is, by the way, if they beat Detroit, they're a playoff. Look at their schedule. It's a lot of Denver. It's a lot of average quarterbacks. They do face Lamar. That's an L. If they beat Detroit... They're a playoff team. Well, and they get Kansas City in week 18 when the Chiefs will probably be resting everyone. One seed <laughs> locked up, got our feet up on the couch, and they can sneak in that way. Let's talk to you later. See you, Colin. All right, Nick Wright. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. 
This is the Herdline News. Uh, so the biggest game of the weekend, I think, is Niners-Jags here on Fox. Um, at the trade deadline, the commanders grabbed Chase Young to team with his former Ohio State bookend Nick Bosa. Here's what Young had to say about the trade. I wouldn't mad. <laughs> it's like, nah, nah um, you know, Nick Nick is here. Um, you know, always been a big brother to me. Um, even at Ohio State. Got in here last week. Um, just the culture, um, the vibe um, is a lot different. Um, you know, I, I definitely know that I'm, 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 I'm going to build with winners. Nice. I'm really interested to watch this game. I, I, You know, you'd think the Niners on a losing streak, you're like, they're going to roll off a bye, offensive coaches off a bye, but they're on the road. It's Trevor Lawrence against Brock Purdy. Trent Williams, is he going to play? Well, it, the Trent Williams and Debo Samuel are the two big ones. I hit it at two and a half. It's now three. Um, I think at three, it's that's you know, it's it's pretty fair at three, right? Uh, yeah. You know, I just uh, is the Jags' offensive line going to hold up against Bosa? Young is, is this young move like when the Rams added Von Miller? Remember the Rams added Von Miller, yeah. made the run of the Super Bowl. I don't know. This should have an impact, right? Oh, I mean, you can't double team everybody on right. the line. Yeah, so it's a. It, I, I like the Jags plus three. Like you, I like the Niners at minus two and right. a half. But I think Trevor Lawrence at home against Brock Purdy, I take my chances with three points so, on the Jags. And listen, I, I know the quarterback handicap. I get that. I got knocked out of Survivor, one of my Survivor leagues, when I went Trevor Lawrence versus C.J. Stroud in Jacksonville. That's a layup. And C.J. Stroud worked it. It was like 37-13. C.J. Stroud is better than Brock Purdy. Yeah. Yeah, that's not even... Uh, bigger, stronger, better arm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, better uh, tout in high school, right. college. Okay. Um, yeah. CJ Stroud's better than Brock Purdy significantly. Brock Purdy's a great story. I don't I think don't, he, that, that just caught me totally off guard. I need to let that marinate for well, a Who was better in high school and college? Well, we're not in high school and college. We're in the NFL now. Where did NFL execs view both of them? Brock I mean, it's Purdy a was nice the last story. pick in the draft. Yeah. Put Brock Purdy. Put Brock Purdy with a Texans O-line. Put C.J. Stroud with Kyle Shanahan. It's Yes. Right now, you do not want to play. San Francisco would be a talent. Not even close. Bigger, stronger, throws a much better ball, sees the field as well as any rookie. I mean, he. I think he sees the field better than Andrew Luck. Luck would throw a lot of picks. One interception. Stroud is a shockingly good rookie. He's really good. Yeah. I tell you, he's like negative set, minus seven hundred to win rookie. He hasn't faced a lot of people twice. Remember when Lamar broke in and the Chargers got a second look? Yeah. Let's see CJ play guys in division a second time. Then we can make evaluation. And let's remember, last week he was borderline putrid against well, Carolina and they lost. Well, so it's Carolina's defense on the road. It's hard to win here. Fair. Brock Purdy. Yeah. We're going to fire that up again, right? We're not bailing on Brock Purdy. I'm not of bailing on him, but okay. I get Trevor Lawrence at home with a lot of weapons. Kind of Zay like Jones it. is back. People uh, could sleep on Zay. I just no, grabbed him in fantasy. He's nice good. player. I think he's a good player. Uh, next up, following Sunday's loss to the Bengals, Buffalo Bills fans. You know they love to blame everyone but the head coach, Colin. They are looking to get rid of OC Ken Dorsey. They want him out. Apparently the offense has not fully clicked this season. Josh Allen tied for a league-leading nine interceptions. And the offensive woes are all being pinned on uh, the new OC. Sean McDermott was asked whether there have been conversations about a change, and he replied, no. So last year, after the embarrassing playoff loss to Cincy, it was 
Let's move on from Leslie Frazier. Well, now can, they're struggling. Oh, it must be Ken Dorsey's well, fault. Well, you can Colin. blame coordinators, but in, in the essence, who, who runs the organization? Who's Leslie Frazier quit? Brian Dayball, you know, I don't blame anybody for that. But we can, we can, again, you can point fingers to coordinators. At some point, Robert Sala hired Nathaniel Hackett. Sean McDermott hired Ken Dorsey. You get that, the head coaches make the big money to make those decisions. And I don't dislike Sean McDermott. I think he is Chuck Knox. I think he can clean up a mess. I don't I don't see him as somebody with great vision. And I think the, the guy, when I think McVay or Reed or Shanahan, I think of visionaries. I mean, I'm Pete Carroll has a lot of vision. Pete, I think Pete Carroll is one of the defensive coaches who has great vision about the future and what works. He reinvented himself. Belichick at one point I thought had vision, but I don't know what happened to those x-ray glasses. He must you can't have, have lost vision him. for 20 years. Must have lost him on vision. his Nantucket acreage. Come on. Um, you know, Brian Dable was butting heads with McDermott oh. at the end. Like He so wanted to open up the offense. Yeah. Let's go. Let's tempo and 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 yeah. McDermott's like a McCarthy. Let's slow it down. <laughs> Run the football, you know. I, I, my guess is McDermott's the problem. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I, I, listen, I don't know about Dorsey, but yeah, head coach, man. Buffalo's going to have a tough offseason if they miss the playoffs. Listen, Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl. They moved on from him, and they got a younger, yeah. progressive Matt Lafleur. And so I, I, I'm not anti-McDermott. He'd get a job tomorrow. But there are guys that are cleanup guys. In every family, there's one of the kids is the organizer. And then some kids are more creative. It's rarely the same kid. Well, you say he'd get a job tomorrow. Why are we still hiring defensive coaches? Just tell me. Well, D'Amico Ryan's looks like a hit. Okay, so far. He's eight games in. He's done, he's well, done well. Carroll's to doing CJ's pretty job. well. Well, you know what? D'Amico Ryan's has, a, has an offensive coordinator who was with Sh- uh, Shanahan and San Fran. Slowick. Yeah. Okay? When he turns it up and CJ's slinging it, do we need to get Slowick in here for an interview? So that's the problem. You have a defensive coach, and the offense is great. Everybody wants to poach your offensive coordinator. Oh, you're right. Like Ben Johnson's going to be gone in Detroit. And yeah. tell me how smart Dan Campbell looks no, I, without Ben Johnson. No, I think it's, so it's a like, That's why you got to go all in Detroit at the trade deadline. That's you why. have to hire an offensive coach. Like, don't waste time with a defensive. Well, coach. you don't want to hire an inferior coach. There's defensive coaches out there that I you 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 can't. I I am with you, but I don't like absolutes. You have to hire this. Okay, well, what fine. if a great, you know. If you're the owner, you say, fine. Hey, who are we bringing in for the head coaching search? And, and there's like two defensive guys and two offensive guys. I don't want those. I will Give me four offensive guys and one no, defensive I'm just going to tell you, D'Amico Ryan's at Houston. People in the building in San Francisco thought, oh, crap. They knew they were going to lose him. Dude, he yeah. got one job. He went from like. Player control, whatever they call that job. Linebackers, coordinator, out. I like like he was a comet, and they you know all that, knew it. You know who that sounds like? Who? Robert Sala. Final story, Detroit Lions coming out of their week nine bye with the second best record in the NFC. Six and two, not satisfied. Aiden Hutchinson saying their goal is to be the top seed out of the NFC. That's the goal, man. I mean, we don't, uh, you know, we're not naive, I think. Um, we do take it one game at a time, but it's it's man, we're, we're in this thing thinking about the the big picture. You know, that's that's how you go through week to week. You th- you you have that big picture in mind, and you know, one of those small steps to get to that big picture is winning the NFC, and um, that's our goal, man. And and we're gonna do whatever it takes to get it. 
That's the second best game of the day. First yes. is Jags Niners, second Chargers Lions, then go out, mow your lawn, hang out with your kids. Well, Jets Raiders is no is nonsense. Uh, Chargers Lions, so a homecoming of sorts. I kind for of I kinda of, I know, but I kinda of like the Chargers. Should I? I need to give it more thought. I, I have nothing on this game. I yet. don't have a strong feeling. But, I like I like the Jags plus three. I don't have a strong feeling on I could be talked out of it. I, I should in the Chargers getting points at home. I got so the better quarterback. We, we talk about rest a lot. The Chargers played on Monday Night Football, traveled back across the country, okay, to play Sunday. They didn't fly a crop duster. They got there in five Okay, hours. fine. Private jet, whatever. The Detroit Lions are coming off a bye. They are fully rested. Everybody should be healthy. This is one of those spots where it screams Detroit Lions off with a rest advantage. I don't know, man. Chargers got beat up by the Jets last night, 190 yards of offense. Um, to Aiden Hutchinson's point, if they beat the Chargers this week, they still have the Bears twice. No, I know. The Packers, the the Vikings. The Lions. Twice. The, they have Josh Dobbs twice. No, I, I think. This to, is a 12 or 13 I, I, win team, maybe. Yeah, no, no. I, Detroit, you're right. Detroit probably is the side. They pro- but I, I just don't like betting against the better quarterback in games. I just don't. Just admitting, you like Justin Herbert a lot. You have a man crush. You, you wouldn't mind hanging out with him next time we're at 900 to text Herbert. Hey, come on by. You're not in the playoffs, buddy. That's not how it works. <laughs> you like him. It's fine. He's, he seems like a nice guy. Every executive in the league likes it. Yeah. Very good. Shay Mack with the news. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the centurion lounge resi priority notified and amex card member benefits at select events You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope
open Y four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, twenty one plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred sixty eight hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Start Saturday strong as number three Michigan takes on 11th ranked Penn State on Big Noon Saturday. Then it's a top 20 class between Washington and Utah, followed by West Virginia, Oklahoma, all on Fox and the Fox Sports app. All those Oklahoma fans making fun of USC. Life's not so great anymore. It's <laughs> night to Miami, and he's asked a lot of questions about Miami. Years ago, when he had the audacity to go to Miami, uh, people were burning jerseys. I get it. Fan short for fanatic. I still can't figure out how he should have left. I always heard that. Well, it was how he left. How do you leave? Should he have told you during the playoffs? Should he, should he have sat down with a local news reporter? How do you leave when you're LeBron? Dwight Howard, Carmelo, LeBron James, they all left. Nobody liked how any of them left. It's not how he left. It's that he left, right? Your wife leaves you. It's not how she leaves you. She's leaving you. It stings. So he had a quote yesterday about Cleveland, uh, and I think it's noteworthy to bring this up. He said, winning championships was the only reason I teamed up with Wade and Bosch. I felt like I couldn't do it in Cleveland. We couldn't. I tried to recruit guys to come to Cleveland. I tried to go get help upstairs. It wasn't happening. So I had an opportunity to be a free free agent. So, uh, you know, I did what I thought I was best at doing to win championships. Well, he was right. He got to four straight finals and won two championships. So he wanted to stay and he couldn't get help. Very well-reported story that he he called Chris Bosh and begged him to come. And he didn't want to come. So Giannis, by the way, uh, demanded... He get a star, co-star, Dame, or he was going to leave. So stars, markets matter. Most guys want to stay. LeBron wanted to stay in Cleveland. Giannis wanted to stay in Milwaukee. But like Giannis said, get me another star or I'm leaving. So they emptied out their bench, let Drew Holiday go, and got Dame. We'll see how it works out. But uh, cities and markets matter. Okay, players can get, people confuse this. Players can get rich anywhere. But to be enriched on a roster with other stars, where you play matters. The NBA is an overwhelming winter league. October, November, December, January, February, and March for most of this country's crappy weather. And that's 70 to 75% of your sport. You want to be trapped in your house, your apartment, your condo, or you want the sunshine? Uh, The second thing is, um, the good news on this the very good news, if you're in a smaller market, I mean, Oklahoma City's had three former MVPs. None of them play there now. None of them wanted to stay there. That's the reality. Oklahoma City's well run. Guys don't want to live in Oklahoma City. Harden didn't. Westbrook didn't. KD didn't. Get bored. So, um, sorry, just the truth. Here's the good news. 
And I think teams in these markets should consider it. Domestic players have favorite cities. Kids growing up in this part of the country, this country, they, they, they got places they want to play. New York, L.A., Miami, Winter League. Yeah, they want, they want to play in L.A., Phoenix, Dallas, warmer weather cities. Players like Houston, some like Atlanta, Miami, domestic players. They do. They have favorites. But international players don't care, not nearly as much. Jokic, he'd absolutely end his career in Denver. It's cold in the winter. Giannis, get me Dame, I'll stay. He'll probably stay there for the rest of his career. Luka, he's happy in Dallas. Wemby wanted San Antonio. So international players are much more comfortable staying with a team that drafts them. And that's where the league is trending. Who are the best players in the league right now? Jokic, international. I mean, he's not a top three or four yet, but Wemby, Luka are arguably the two best young players. Uh, Embiid just won the MVP, foreign-born. So as you start looking around this league, Giannis, the, be- the domestic guys, they got cities they want to play in and places they don't want to go. International guys, much more about being loyal to the team that drafts them. I mean, like Jokic, he doesn't care where he lives in the States. He wants to get back home and drink beer and hang out and raft and be with buddies and go to music festival. He doesn't care about here. He, he plays basketball here. He goes, has fun with the family back home. So I, I do think what LeBron said, it was always true. There was always this argument. It's not that he left. How could LeBron have left Cleveland and you'd have been okay with it if you're from Ohio? When could he have left? How could he have left it? You'd have been okay with. Well, if he did not mention it on TV, then you'd bang on him for not giving you a heads up. So had he just showed up one day in Miami without a press coverage, you'd have been good with that. Liar. No, you wouldn't. Liar. Girlfriend or wife leaves you. Doesn't matter how she leaves you. You may get madder if she's cheated with your best friend, but she leaves you, your pride's hurt, you're angry, and that's how you react. It was never about, well, he left going on television and giving seven figures to a boys and girls club, almost apologizing, was not the end of the world. Carmelo Anthony did it the opposite way. He said like two months in advance, I'm going to go to New York. I love Denver. I want to go to New York. That's a terrible way to do it because New York had to give up the farm because they had no leverage, and he ended up being a $10 billion chandelier in an empty mansion. Dwight Howard tried to be a good guy. Give everybody a heads up. People in Orlando were mad. There is no way for a superstar in his prime to leave. None. I mean, Giannis got them a championship, but if he'd have gone somewhere else, they wouldn't have been happy. Now, he got you a title, and LeBron didn't do that in Cleveland. That satiates fans to some degree but there is no right way to end a relationship there are classier ways there are slightly smoother ways but people that get dumped get angry they get they get angry always regardless of the terms and the exit when your business reaches a certain scale challenges begin to surface netsuite.com slash herd download their popular kpi checklist absolutely free Lane Kiffin left in the middle of the night. Lincoln Riley did. You didn't like that. If Kirby Smart says, I'm out of Georgia tomorrow, you think they'd be happy? If he gave you a a 10-day heads up, you'd be happy? No, you wouldn't. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, 
started off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 